hello, Jen Stone. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Wizards of Waverly Pod. Oh, you did it good. No, I, I kind of like half did it. Wizards of Waverly Pod. That's why I half did it because only you I can remember, do it. Like I used that. to come up to you and 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 Selena and be like, "Hey, one man," but it was creepy. No, no, it wasn't. You would creepy. do the because you would do the like the, announcer a voice, but yeah. also it sounds one like one man against the world. Yeah, one man, one rogue man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so guys, this episode is hold Wizards on, School. Hold on. Oh. How are you, Jen Stone? How I'm are you right. doing? I haven't seen you for a minute. I know. Well, thank you for asking. Life good. Yeah, life is good. Hospital's good. Ho- hospital's the hospital. Uh, so it's okay. Anything new there happening or is it all? Uh, not really. I mean, it's the hospital's always kind of a stationary thing where once you go there, it's a very insular thing where heart attacks and strokes happen and then people come in and it's, it's all, it, this is how I think of it. It's either emergencies where people are dying and it's it's life or death or people come in with a headache and they think it's life or death. So it's a lot of nonsense and then it's a lot of really serious stuff. So it's a, it's balancing a mixture of the two and it's, it's always that well. Yeah, it's intense. Well, we appreciate, and when I say we, I mean everyone. I appreciate that. We, we appreciate the fact that you're there doing that. How, how are you? How's, how's balancing I'm good. the Tony, mountain house and the Tony beach house and good. Tony? Yuli is good. Lot of uh, we're up in the in the in the woods and we had a bear come by. You had a little bear. A little well, it was a big bear. It was a big bear. Was, he, was he a black bear, brown bear? It was a black bear. Okay, because we don't but have think brown bears in California. Do we have brown bears? Yeah, in but it looked uh, brownish. I mean, but uh, everybody correct but, me if I'm but wrong. Black bears can be brown. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, but Yulia took out the horn and was like, "Get out of here, bear!" Because <laughs> right. if they yeah, get you in, have to act like really big. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. If they get in and get some food, they never forget. Yes. Like they will come back and back and back. So we have bear horns and and all that stuff to scare them away. What also, does a bear horn sound like? <laughs> it's very loud, actually. I'm sure. You know, it's like Aruga! Yeah. I mean, don't press it if you don't if you're not ready. You know. I I don't know why I thought it sounded like Aruga. But we're but we're it's good. Not, and and it's good. nice to be up at the cabin and and. Uh, I still have to come there. see the cabin. I can't yeah. believe because I've I've seen uh, your your beach place. Yeah, but I haven't and it's been up to the cabin it's yet. a it's a house that my it's two hours outside of L.A. Um, and it's a house that my dad built in '78. Oh. So I get to live in a house that my dad built. Which you is, sh- you've shown me like you've given me a video tour and sent me some pictures. It looks really really special, and it's got like some of your mom's like drawings like on it's, the wall. Well, too. it's got everything. It's got all this stuff. Yeah. Like I have my mom's desk, my dad's desk. I have a lot of family heirloom kind of stuff. And yeah. you know, back in the day, we used to take photos and mm-hmm. then develop them into yeah. actual pictures. But you know, I love film photography. I, yes, but I'm yeah. just you know like I have maybe 15 boxes of just old photos that really sadly no one's ever going to be interested in seeing. And, I'm interested in seeing that. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? What like like mean. there's pictures of my parents with people that I don't even know that I have pictures of, yeah. you know? So what I do is I go through them every once in a while and take a picture of the picture of anybody who's still alive and I yeah. send it to them. To, yeah. Okay. Uh, um, thank you for catching up. Now, moving on to <laughs> Wiz... What and is that this? was and that was our catching up segment of Wizards of Waverly Pod of Wiz Tech Part One. So I thought these episodes were called Wiz Tech, yeah. but they're not. They're called Wizard School Part One and Two. So That's this is fun. the first part mm, called Wizard Disney. School. I don't even like how they're called. <laughs> that doesn't fit. That doesn't fit. Not for that one. Okay, so this one is season one, episode thirteen. It originally aired April sixth, two thousand and eight, and it's about Jerry and Teresa 
but and both episodes aired on the same night, right? Uh, they, they did. They did. It was like a two. It was. It was one of those like, in a special hour long episode of Wizards of Waverly Place. Right. Like it was one of those kind of things. And the weird thing is, when you watch it on Disney Plus, as I did. They did the recap at the end of the first one. episode. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that weird? It was a little strange. Yeah. Because it was like, I don't know if they did like a big commercial break or they maybe showed a movie in between. Because you know how sometimes they would put like a special episode of Wizards and then show like a new decom. Right. Or they'd premiere like a new show or something. Right. They so they suck don't know you if they, in and then give you yeah, new so stuff. Yeah. So I don't know right. if they put like something else, but we were still a fairly new show at this point. So I would. I kind of feel like we were too new for them uh, to like use this as like a suck in for another. Well, again, but, uh, let's call it something else. Not a suck in. That's a terrible. A suck a draw. <laughs> That's a terrible thing. A lure. A draw. A, carrot. a draw. A, a, a carrot something or something. Yeah. A carrot. All um, right, go on. Okay. Sorry. But so Jerry and Teresa send Alex and Justin to a wizard school called WizTech over the summer. So it's like summer school. While Justin excels, Alex constantly gets in trouble as they do. Meanwhile, Max and Jerry go on a camp out on the terrace, which is my favorite B storyline, by the way, after Teresa questions their manhood. It's so silly, but now it's wrong. The synopsis is wrong. The synopsis? Uh, Jerry and Teresa do not send both of them to school. Uh, uh, they get the letter. J Justin gets in. Yeah. And then they force him, Alex, Alex to, to go. go. Yeah. Right. So. So technically they send Alex, but not Justin. Did Justin's you ever go away to camp. school or anything when you were growing up? I went up to camp. No? Oh, okay, I went yeah. to like summer camp. I went to, I mean, I grew up Southern Baptist, so I went to a lot of Southern Baptist summer camps. It's good to get away yeah. as a younger person and, and go there. Yeah, no, you know. it is. I, I, I remember Go away from your family so you can function on your own accord, you know. Well, and it's also too just fun. It's good to give your parents a break. And um, it's also nice to have that kind of group dynamic because I remember making a lot of lanyards doing a lot of zip lines you know what I mean it was really fun right um okay so at the top of the at the top of the episode they talk about signing yearbooks so I have my yearbook oh, wait, I have from my wizards yearbook. yeah yeah do you have your so I just wanted to share because they Justin talks about this is why I brought it yeah yeah, yeah. so at, they talk about signing your books and um you know Justin has his completely full yeah um and did you get yours signed i got some of mine oh my god signed. you have it all i'm so jealous did no. nobody sign yours look here oh uh, no on the inside nobody there's signed the there, back it's, either? it's the high school on the inside of the thing david and wait you okay nobody signed mine i'm a loser did you not have anyone sign i like yours? that i have it though no you know? okay oh but the back is when a little of uh, the back is when it was like blown oh, up. Right, when it got blown up. Yeah, oh, when it got wow. blown up. But no, I have I have by everybody. So Nobody signed yours. That makes me so sad. 2007 to 2011, Tribeca turkeys, Tribeca prep. Yeah. And and um, you know what? I'm gonna take some pictures for people who are just listening, and I'm gonna post some yeah, photos of this. Yeah, we'll, we'll put them on because there's great pictures in here. There's no, there so are much really fun, good ones in here. You know. But I was gonna read some of my my little captions if you guys want to hear them. Wait, what does that say? You won what? Your award? What is that? Oh, biggest potty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so for everybody that they're like, oh, my child, it's ruined because I heard Harper say fuck. I'm like, well, she was saying it a lot. I love that. Did I win anything? She was no. saying a, a, a lot. I'm a loser. I love that you're, you're a big potty mouth. Stop. That's so funny. Okay, yearbooks. Okay, so. Uh, Wait, I just have to say one thing. The first thing I noticed was <laughs> in the first scene of this. Yeah. Selena has a tremendous amount of makeup on. Yeah. It's interesting. Did you notice that? Yeah, I did. No? I did. I, again, I think in the first season, you can notice that there's a lot of like 
discrepancies. We were trying to find like the styles. We were trying to find the right makeup. Because also too, we never did screen tests either. So some episodes I look at and I'm like, oh, I'm really orange in this. Yeah. Or like some of us look really red or like the hair like doesn't, because we never did screen tests. So we kind of found it along the way. Because usually, I'm going to pull a Deloise and explain it. Usually, um, you know, you'll do a screen test to make sure like everybody, you kind of know how like the lights balance and the right makeup tests and costume tests and things like that to make sure everything kind of works before you put it on camera for the episode. And we never had that. So if you see an episode where we might look a little orangish or a little too pale, it's because we were still finding the perfect fit for right. everything in that first season. But yeah, she looked like there was a couple scenes where she looked a little, little caked. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot where she looked like older. Interesting. Um, so in the wizard class, Jerry tells Alex, Justin and Max about uh, whips or W I P S that you can send mail instantly by using a portal key. This reminded me of AIM, the AOL that? instant messenger. Do you uh, remember that? AOL. Yeah. I no, a- the AIM messenger. Did you ever have that AOL instant messenger? Yeah. Back in it's the day? like a texting, but with a, yeah. uh, but with, you would have uh, like away messages. You had a screen name. You had the, it went doop. Like when it sent, like it was something that you had to be logged in yeah. and it would make like a door opening and closing. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of remembering Okay, your this, face yeah. says no, but it was a big, <laughs> it was a big thing for me. I remember my screen name was outside the box girl because I thought I was so unique. Oh my God. I and I, that. and I just, for some reason, when I heard like the whips thing, I just thought of aim yeah. so much. So I don't know if anyone else. I remember AIM. I know. AIM, and I remember that. But I remember yeah. I, I'm seeing the AIM. Well, well, like but the those were like go, text well, messages. It was yeah, text but, messages. But you had to be for, on the computer. Right. You had to be on the computer and it would say like you would have an away message when you were away from the computer. Right. And this was because we didn't have. We didn't have phones we didn't that would have, text like, like text, this. Yeah. Well, you did. But you would hit out. like three buttons to get to one letter. Oh my God. That was the worst. It was worst. the worst. It you was so bad. Yeah, to spell something. It took like four Forever. days. Because like literally it would be like A. Yeah. And you had D, to remember like, w- w- like where, le- what numbers were what letters mm-hmm. on the thing. Oh, that was, it like, was rough. But anyway, yeah. so the, the, the wizard, um, instant mail reminded me of, AIM. right. Where you put a key like in that you could open and a portal and-, and you just had to say the name and who you wanted it to go to. And then the mail would, would go, go there. Um, so, and this is how Justin learns that he got accepted into WizTech, a wizard boarding school for summer, which sounds sneakily like Hogwarts. Uh, <laughs> while Jerry, Teresa, and Justin, uh, go shopping for Justin's wizard's robes, which were bathrobes, essentially. I, I love that. So this is the episode where we really, our writers really leaned into the, the comparison the to Harry, Harry Potter, Potter thing. Yeah. What you guys don't under, with the fans, I don't know if you guys remember this, but the fans, um, well, I guess they weren't fans at that point. But I remember before the show came out, that first season before we had aired, I remember reading so much crap about people just hearing about the announcement of the premise of the show mm. and being so irritated that Disney was just making a Harry Potter knockoff. And, oh, God, it's, it's going to be so crappy and blah, blah, blah. Like, so right. much negativity about how this Harry Potter knockoff that Disney Channel was doing was going to be so bad. And so I love that our writers leaned into it and kind of was like, Addressed it. Addressed yeah. it. But they addressed it in like a satirical way where they were like, you know what? We're going to address the fact that we are a Harry Potter knockoff, but we're kind of our own thing. And I love that that WizTech was kind of like a, 
low rent, almost like Hogwarts. Hogwarts, like yeah. like like if Hogwarts took place in like a back alley of Brooklyn, like that's what <laughs> Wistek was, where they had pigeons bringing the the letters. Mm -hmm. They had bathrobes. The glasses were like plastic. Well, and and what what Octavia Spencer, who was in yeah. this and so talented, so good. It was so great to work with her. She was really fun to have on set and. She, we get the glasses, mm -hmm. and and uh, uh, Justin's like, "Is there some kind of magical thing?" She says, "No, they just go good with the outfit." <laughs> yeah. That was the that was the that what was, it is. Yeah. And then David says uh, uh, something that we never went back to, and he said, "I want to go to Wistec because I want to get into Transylvania State." Yeah, which we never went back to again. That, that but way, I love that. Maybe was, that's where the dog went. Yeah, the dog to went to Transylvania State. <laughs> never saw him again. He went to the the pound at Transylvania State. There's also something that happened in this episode. It's so interesting that uh, what I I go, oh look at that. That's so weird because when you're watching television mm -hmm. on a sitcom, yeah. you don't typically see anything. You don't see the television. Mm -hmm. And in this episode, you see the Russo's television for a little bit. Oh, that's and true. it's not a flat screen. It's like a tube TV. It's like old school TV yeah, yeah. thing. But you never really uh, see in the fourth wall or any kind of Thing there. Do you so, want to explain what the fourth wall is? The fourth wall is, uh, uh, you know, there's the first wall, there's the <laughs> second wall. So the fourth wall is where the cameras are. It's outside yeah. of, it's where the audience is. Because all sets, if you look at any setup, there's three walls, right? right? And so that's why you hear them say, like, don't break the fourth wall, meaning don't look into camera. Right. Don't break that suspension of disbelief. Which, if you haven't seen the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off, yeah. oh, uh, yeah. he uh, does the best, I can't remember his name right now, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Don't ask been. me today because I can't find any uh, references in my head today. Uh, Matthew, Matthew Broderick. Broderick, thank you very much. Pull that out of my ass. On Broadway okay. doing uh, Bullets Over Broadway, which yeah. was amazing. But he would look into the camera and talk to the audience, yeah. which was which, a, which was so. Oh, hi there, yeah. everyone. Welcome to Wizards of Waverly Pod. Um, which but was But he was great. very pointed about when he would break. Yeah. So, And I think we did that in the show couple times. I at least remember once we we broke the fourth wall. Um, so, okay. So it's the bathrobes. Uh, Alex tidies up her mess in the living room and uses the portal key to send the mess of her room away. And I would kill to be able to send the mess in my house to some void somewhere. <laughs> I saw this and I was like, oh my God, that would be so nice. There's a couple rooms that yeah. I just would whoop and just get that right out of there. But also we were talking about your aunt and aunt Alex. Mm -hmm. You did this again with the uh, uh, portal. Yes, ah. yes. <laughs> like you brought that back. So it was interesting. It's interesting to see that catchphrase kind of pick M up. Morph into what yes. it became. Yeah, no, of course. Exactly. So obviously the portal thing fails. The whole house gets sent up to her room. Um, and it's unknown as to how Alex got the mess out of her room as the staircase went up there as well. Yeah. Um, so Jerry and Teresa, that's the moment they're like, you're going to WizTech right, as well. Right. She's making a mess of the house. They need and, a break. And WizTech, they do, there's this thing called Pond 5 where you yeah. can go and pull, uh, you know, a generic sound that you don't have to pay for or some kind of music or uh, some kind of like horses running, you know, there's there's a little clip that you can, you can get. Mm -hmm. And I, I really do think that the castle that they shot yes. here it was a yes. pond five kind of thing. And I, I don't know if it was the Disney castle, the, the, uh, you know, the actual, I think it's not, uh, never strong. 
a castle or something. Oh, the castle that's like the, a real thing. Well, that that the uh, at Disneyland, the castle is based off of a real castle in Germany. Yulia is going to be like, I told you how to say it, but you didn't say it right. <laughs> but I think it German might lessons. be that, but a different. Uh, uh, no, angle I want to. I want to look that. What? Try it again. I'm sorry. I don't mean I, to put I you on the spot. I hypothetically spelled yeah. it. Neustein. Neustein. Neustein Castle. Yeah, now I kind of want to look it up and see if that's it. Yeah. If they were that like pointed about it, I'm impressed. But I feel like they just picked a random castle. I, it, it could be, but it looks like it. It looks okay. like it. You've not heard about this no, German castle? No, I haven't that, heard about this. It's, it's the Disneyland castle at Disneyland is based off of this Well, because I know German like castle. in Disney World, it's a certain princess's castle. And then at Disneyland, it's a different one. And then like, really? yeah. So like at Disneyland Paris, it's, it's, um, it's Beauty and the Beast. Huh. Um, at Disneyland in America, it's a certain, it's like, it's like, uh, Aurora's castle or something. And then I don't, don't quote me on that. I know the Who's Disney Aurora from Sleeping Beauty. Ah, okay. Yeah. Sorry. No, Jesus. Sorry. And then I think in like Disney, don't quote me on this, but I know it's like different. Every Disney park has a different, their main castle is a different princess. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Good well, I didn't know about Noosebaum's castle. <laughs> <laughs> That's not it. That's not it. Um, okay. So they're at WizTech. This is where we meet the incomparable Octavia Spencer as Dr. Right. Evelini. Who, by the way, I don't mean to interrupt you. No, but please. I rented uh, Tate Taylor. No, Tate. What was his name? Tate, Tate Taylor, who directed <laughs> The Help. Uh, Allison Jennings lived in one side yes. of his apartment. And yeah. then Octavia Spencer lived in the other oh side. My God. And I rented that same place. So I lived... After, While they were filming okay. or after? No, no, no. This is after. Oh, okay. After they the uh, uh, they lived there, mm -hmm. and then I rented way down the road. Okay, the same apartment. That's so cool. Where was the was apartment? Uh, in in uh, San Vicente and La Brea. Is where it was. It's this it was, was like while in they West were Hollywood. filming the Helper at a different time. No, 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 a different time, different okay. time. But I, I was I just say, I was like, they I, didn't film the Help in San Vicente. No, <laughs> but I I lived in her apartment that she lived in. That's you know? so cool. And by the way, just a little side note: Tate had, I believe, adapted or written the Help and went to Spielberg mm. and said. Uh, you know, are you interested in producing and participating? And Spielberg was like, I want to direct this, and then Tate said no. You're, he he turned him down on yeah. that, and then wow. ended up directing it himself. And I'm not sure if Spielberg produced it or whatever if his yeah. company did. But I just love that. Yeah, I love that you said no to Spielberg. But you know? I always love, I always appreciate because uh, you know you can look at. I feel like everyone always uses the Goodwill Hunting um, story because because. I feel like it was a huge success story and one of like the earlier on ones of this um, where Matt Damon and uh, Ben Affleck said no to a lot of really big people because they wouldn't let them star in it. They wouldn't let them have creative control. They just wanted the script. And I so respect people that have such a clear vision of what they want something to be that they'll keep, they'll, they'll stand in what they want. Yeah. Because it's hard when you get an offer from Spielberg to do something to not cave and be like, yeah, sure, whatever you want. Right. You know what I mean? But to, to, to hold steadfast to the vision that you have for something and when people do that is so impressive. Yes, I agree. So again, our writers leaned, what were some of the others? So we did the pigeons instead of owls. It mm -hmm. was tech. We did the bathrobes instead of the velvet fancy capes. Right. The plastic hairy glasses, ping pong instead of Quidditch, oh which God. I love. Which by the way, uh, I know we're jumping here. I know. But Quidditch, That's what we do. Quidditch. Yeah. I love Harry Potter. Okay. You're a big I Harry Potter fan. I am a big uh, I'm not a fan. Huge Harry Potter fan. 
But but here's the thing. Quidditch, you 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 know, you hit the waffle and you get in the thing and you, you get the points. Waffle? Well, there's a there's something <laughs> called that, whatever. And then, then you get points. But then if you get the snitch, it's like a hundred thousand points. Yeah. So you just win. So I always was like, why don't you just go after the snitch? There's no reason, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I love that it's the tattler, not the snitch, yeah, that, but the tattler. That, and it's a little girl tattling. <laughs> the part killed me. I love so that was the part where I was like, I love our writers so much. It's funny. Because like I said, the fact that they just made it almost farcical that they're like, okay, we're like Harry Potter, but in a ridiculous way. Because yeah. to me, this was so the tone of the show where it was like, we are aware of what we are and we're going to make fun of it to where you're in on the joke as well yeah. as the fans as the audience um, because the toddler was so on the nose with the snitch um and then having the little girl that you had to then to then hit a child on a children's show with a ball right. with a ping pong ball which again was another thing like naked justin that i'm shocked that disney that didn't they, bat they an eye okay at with hitting totally yeah. fine with throwing a ball at a child yeah. like which is just so weird to me like the things they pick on to freak out about and the stuff that they're like yeah whatever but that joke killed me i thought yeah. it was so Funny. It was very funny. Like it was so on the nose. And, um, and also Josh Sussman is in here. Yeah, it's the first time we and, see Josh. And we Sussman. see Hugh, Hugh Normus, mm -hmm. who becomes Selena's friend in there. Yeah. And he's so sweet. He's just, you know, you meet him in the classroom yeah. and he's like, I'm the runt of the litter of this giant family of of of, of giants. Mm -hmm. And and they give him little things so that he feels like a giant. Yeah. Ah, oh, so funny. Which later, don't we find out later in the show that he Normus is adopted and that's why he's Is that what it is? I, I think don't know. so. I think we'll get to that episode. We'll get to that episode. But I believe later on in the show we find out that he's adopted. He's adopted. Like in season three, I think, yeah. that he reveals that he, it's like, oh yeah, I found out I was adopted. That's why I'm bigger than or I'm smaller than all of my family members. Right. And I remember um Josh had said that he was a lot older, mm -hmm. uh, maybe older uh, 20s or something, and yeah. he was playing high school kid. Yeah. And he was like, I shaved really close. And then he told us that the actor who played, uh, is it Draco? Uh, yeah, uh, it's Jerko. Jer Jerko. Jerko something or other. But, he's, but that actor was older and had like scruff yeah, and he tattoos. Yeah, he talked about how he didn't. And he came in during the, the run through and and they he got recast. They, they got recast to the to the guy who uh, I do also do love that he's got a patch on his eye, and he's like, "What's up with the patch?" He's like, "I just wear it so I don't have to wear the fucking glasses." Yeah. you know, <laughs> which is so he's funny. Like, and then I also love the gag where he's switching it back and forth. Yeah, or there's a part where he the uh, uh, at one point he looks through a hole in the paddle, and then he actually up. He puts his Lives eye up and looks at I don't know if that was. Eye patches I think are that was pretty Wiz fun. Tech 2 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, know. it's in the second one, so we'll get there. But, okay, so back to the uh, the B storyline, which mm -hmm. is which is uh, uh, Max, Max, and, and Mary have yeah. our manhood has been questioned. <laughs> By and we say that we could you know stay out on the on the patio. Yeah. And one of the things that's really funny to me, and you guys watch this, I'm <laughs> as coming, if they're like, no, we've never seen this. No, show. but I'm coming up the stairs. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, oh, because oh, the stairs yeah. in the loft only went down two stairs and then it was the floor. And yeah. you had to coming like. Coming down the stairs was easier than coming up the Yeah. Stairs. So coming I actually, in this episode, I literally pop up <laughs> and then walk up the stairs. 
Uh, I watched it like four times. I thought that was it's so, so funny. Dude, it's so and rough. There's a bit where we're out on the uh, patio yeah. and we're like really cold and we're, we're sitting out there and uh, we're in our, our, our sleeping bags on mm -hmm. the, on the lounge chairs and there's a helicopter that I thought was great dialogue. Like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Are you okay? And we're like, we're fine. Was your manhood questioned? Yes. Well, it was He's like, again, good luck. It was that comedy of threes where I'd asked, what did they say? They said, um, have you seen a stocky male holding a bag of money? Are you locked out? Has your manhood been called into question? <laughs> like that, 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 that rule of threes with yeah, comedy. Exactly. It was and so good. I believe Jack, who was yeah. Peter Marietta's assistant, assistant mm -hmm. uh, uh, who was, also moonlighted as Santa in yeah. the Christmas month. So there's actually a movie that he did beard. about yeah. being uh, uh, Santa Santa Clauses. You know, you, during Christmas, there's mm -hmm. people who are Santa Claus throughout. And he did a movie about that. But that was Jack's voice. That's right. I remember him doing that. But it was always really interesting near closer to the holiday months because you'd see him getting into Santa. His beard would get bigger. Right. <laughs> That's so funny. It was always really funny. Um, and then back at WizTech, once we once we've gotten through the has your manhood been question, um, Evelini lets her evil side slip with an evil laugh, which I love that every time she did an evil laugh, she'd be like, "Ooh, that one was spicy." Yeah, her or, comment on it, and it was good. She did a great job yeah. at it, and she had to do it. Like they went to it a couple of a times. Lot. It was a little bit of like, uh, what's his name from Spy Kids? Uh, I'll show you okay. the thing. But they did it like six times. The <laughs> ooh, that was. But good. The, okay, but here's the difference. Here's the difference. Is it was funny this time. <laughs> yeah. So. Because I, I didn't get sick of it. I didn't get sick of it when she did it. I didn't get sick of it because she found new ways to do it. She reinvented it every time versus Daryl. Like he said at the same time, every yeah, single no, time. It was too and much. And so it's just, it's just a testament to the fact of like, if you get a gag over and over and over again, reinvent it, find a new way to do it. Like get creative with it. Don't just let it lie right. and be the same thing every time. And that was why, like, I honestly, like I realized that they were obviously doing callbacks. Um, to that joke over and over again, but she did it differently every time. So that line, whenever she would go, ooh, that one had attitude, or ooh, that one was this, it made sense because she did change it up. Yeah. She didn't do the same evil laugh, evil I, laugh every time. It was great. And and uh, uh, I think David joins her, tries to do it, and <clears throat> like chokes on yeah, it. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So in Evelini's classroom, Selena is, I believe, texting. Mm -hmm. And she's on a sidekick. Yes! Which is so, it just shows you the time. The phone I wanted so bad. It's so funny, <laughs> like, you would slip up the thing and text and And you would just, you. and I remember Selena on set just playing with that, like flipping it up, flipping it out, flipping it up, flipping it out. And then she, I think, uh, Octavia takes the phone away because she's yeah, in she the classroom in or something. And then she has to clap the, um, which that affects the erasers she has to and then and the like letters, letters come out and then or something. The J hooks her mouth. Is that happening? I don't even remember. The, I blocked that the out. Effect, <laughs> yeah, the effect is not. The effect goes in the chandelier folder. But like it, it, like she's like, oh, the J always hooks me or whatever. It was it was cheesy. It was pretty cheesy. The, on the phones thing, uh, at one point Octavia gets a phone call or something, and she has a flip phone. Oh, that's right. Later, a little later does, in the episode, yeah, yeah. she has a flip phone, which I thought was so funny. Once Alex gets sick of, like, she's had like two detention things with WizTech. Like, Justin's excelling. Um, Dr. Evelini is like setting Justin up because she keeps talking about um, Pong. What is it? Pong 12. What Eight is it ball. called? Eight ball. No, no, no. It's, it's um, nine ball. It's 12 ball. 12 ball. 12 ball. I got 12 balls. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Oh, wait a minute. That's I a lot. Too. No. 
It's a 12 ball. You're right, because it's no one's ever gotten to the 12 balls. No one's, no one's ever. Uh, Whose hand? Whose hand is in there in the right? 12 ball thing? And they just throw it out. That was probably Justin. Probably. I bet that had to have been there. props. That had uh, to have been props. What a pain in the ass. He had to sit in there the whole time. The whole time. But yeah, so she's she's trying to get him to be the most epic 12 ball player because nobody's gotten past 11 and he's right. excelling at WizTech. And Alex is like, get me the hell out of here um, because this sucks. So she tries to escape by sending herself home using the portal key. Which doesn't work. Hmm. Shocking. And sends herself to the male sorting room. Where? Wait a, wait a minute. Yes. She's going to escape. Yeah. Okay. And for some reason, <laughs> David's in his bathrobe with a thing, and he's like, "It's bath night." Do you? He says it's bath night. Like what? It's so funny. That's funny to me. Yeah. Like it's bath night at the wizard school, and and there's no reference to it anymore. I mean, never- <laughs> it just is. He's in his bathrobe and ready to go. It was a guy. I know, Someone just, in the writers room thought it was funny. We did it bath is night, funny. and then we just. Never I love that. Okay, but then she's like, um, I'm out. and and She's out. She runs into Dr. Evelini, who catches her, literally pulls out the discipline bucket, which sounds awful, um, and then makes Alex scrub the floors of Woodstack. She then finds Dr. Evelini's, which God bless Octavia Spencer for committing to this um, because it was where this came from. I have no idea. But the messenger fish that she speaks into and then it like, wobbles down the stairs. It was a lot for me. It, it was okay. a lot. How the fuck is the fish going to go get to her assistant or, was, to her sister was, or something? It was a lot. I literally remember watching the episode back and just being like, so the fish took like five minutes to get down the stairs alone. Yeah. How is it going to like Whatever. So silly. <laughs> to her but mother's house. Was that Jack's voice too, do you think? Was I he actually also don't the fish? Know. I don't know if he was the fish or not. I feel like Jack did a lot of voices, so I yeah. wouldn't be surprised. And especially in the same episode too. But anyway, so the fish gives away her whole plan because right. Evelini's the whole time she's trying to impress her mom, who's also like this evil genius. So she's telling her mom through this evil fish um, that she's going to drain all of Justin's powers because right. she's going to get him to lava land. And volcano land. Volcano land. Which lava land. Very, which is very much like Disney, Disneyland, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. But I mean, with volcanoes and a more nefarious, right. <laughs> evil uh, quest involved. Well, but yeah, so we went from the pigeons and then the fish. Like I said, this seems like Brooklyn backwoods Hogwarts. It was very odd to have a to to have a messenger fish. I just want to like, know who. I want to know what late night writer's room. They're like, let's have it be a fish. Okay, let's go home and <laughs> yeah, sleep. Exactly. Like, what 4 a.m. idea was the fish? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Um, so, this was the first two-parter, right. like, cliffhanger episode of Wizards. I think we started to get into more of those with, like, the Wizards versus episodes, especially in, like, the third season and the fourth season. Right. With, like, the bigger episodes. Um, can you remember, like, an episode of TV where you, like, were on the edge of your seat where they did like a two-parter? Uh, um, uh, a two-parter, I don't mm-hmm. know, but the- um, um, Or uh, even like an episode of is, television I, I that you were just like, oh God. The uh, We're like a cliffhanger. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of this show. It's on HBO and it's about the family and they all want jockeying for position. And succession? Succession. Yeah. I mean, it's not so much about a two-parter, but I is the second- an episode ends. I'm like, I want another one. It's What's gonna so happen? Good. Have you seen the finale? I have. And Thoughts? It's amazing. I, I loved how it ended, and yeah. I'm not gonna spoil or anything. No. But I will say, I think Succession. 
which I couldn't, I couldn't remember the fucking name of it. But <laughs> I think it was one of the best television I, shows I, yeah. ever. I think it, I think it goes in with like Sopranos, yeah. Six Feet Under, like one of those classic family dramas, Under. like just yeah. like great, and all HBO, but like all really great family dramas. Yeah. Um, so well written. Oh my God, so well written. It was one of those shows that I have to say the finale left me, which I think is kind of the point. It left me feeling really empty. Well, you know what's funny? Which was kind of the point, I, I feel like, with that family. No, don't ruin anything for people that have seen it. But it's been over for quite a I while. Know, but, so. like, you know someone's going to be like, spoilers! But here's the thing. <laughs> They're all still billionaires, even though there's yeah. a sadness to it. They, I mean, and but money it, is not everything, clearly. Yeah, it but, but it was, but the, but, the, but the way that they ended it, which was very poignant for what it's about. Who's the number one child? Who's the, who's the pick? Who's but the, it was, it was, the takeover pick? But it was, there was such an emptiness to the way that it ended, which like I said, I felt like it was very poignant with the empty existence of yeah. all of those kids because their whole life was about who's going to be the number one child or right. the, who's going to take over this business. And then- it well, ended how it ended. Just now, spoiler. I haven't ended. I haven't ended. Kind of, sort of. I'm awful with that, by the way. For me, you know what it was? It was the Grey's Anatomy um, bomb episode. Do you remember the one with Christina Ritchie where she guest starred? Where I, re I the guy remember when the, the plane went down. No, no, no. That, it was before the plane. It my was, new best friend, Mick, Mick <laughs> Patrick Dreamy. Dempsey. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was where, um, so Christina Ritchie plays this EMT who, this like, um, husband and his friend are playing with like, they're like civil war reenactors oh. and they get this like bomb off. Um, this bomb goes off and he gets it stuck in him and Christina Ritchie panics and like holds it. But if she lets go of it, it's going to go off. And uh, Meredith uh, or Ellen Pompeo, like she panics and runs and she puts her hand in there and it's, Oh my God, it's this great, Two-part episode, and I've still watched. I've, Does somebody die with the bomb? Did they do? Well, a you know death who thing? dies. You know who dies is um, and he was so great. Was the guy from um, uh, from Friday Night Lights, Kyle Chandler. He he's the bomb squad guy. This is my I don't remember face. No, it's okay. It's okay. So I I remember this was like yeah, this was like Prime Grey's Anatomy. So like he comes out, um, and I'm trying to remember what the song is. I think it's is it Chasing Car? No, it's not Chasing Cars. I can't remember. The song is like so like visceral in my brain, but I can't remember it. So maybe not that visceral, but there's this like slow walk thing where they're trying to walk the bomb. Cause obviously it's a hospital. So there's all these like oxygen tanks and they have to get it out of like the like, safety zone right. or whatever. Cause they're in the surgical wing. Cause they're all surgeons. And so anyway, so they, ha he has to like, he's, he's talking her through it and there's all these great speeches and stuff. And anyway, um, so they're walking through it and like Meredith like looks back at him and then they hit this like bump or something and it doesn't explode, and then all of a sudden it explodes, and he dies and turns into the pink mist that he described about, um, I think the anesthesiologist talks about how, like, you know when these go off, you turn into pink mist where they can't even find any part of you, and so he well, turns I, into the pink mist. You know this, you remember this I, really I, I was, well. I was, I was really into Grey's Anatomy at the time. All um, right, when we're done with the Wizards rewatch, we'll, we rewatch we'll re Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> 20 episodes of Grey's Anatomy. I think there's more than 20. Um, but I no, did an episode. But, but when I was, I know you did. I know, and I, I, I freaked out, and I texted you when I saw your episode. But no, but talking about like two-parters and cliffhangers that really got you, that one really got me. Obviously, yeah. I remember it in such big details yeah. because it was such, there were so many character actors in it that gave beautiful performances. There were such great speeches. There were such great moments. It was a very great two-part episode of the show. I don't know if WizTech got to that level, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> but it was a fun two-parter for I'm sure. I'm curious what the what the fans think about how the comparison or how how wizards dealt with being compared to Harry Potter. Like, what yeah. did 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 you folks uh, think it was? <laughs> Um, uh, uh, it done well, you know what I mean? Was the, was the kind of lighthearted poking at Harry Potter fun? Should we have just gone away from it? You know what? I'm curious what the fans think. You let us know. I also want to know what their favorite two part episode was out of the show. Like, like what? Cause like I said, we did, especially in the later yeah, seasons, leaned yeah, into exactly. a lot of them. So I want to know what their favorite, like two part episode was because we did a good amount of them especially once the show gained in popularity because Disney would do that thing where they'd be like well we have a new show or a new decom or whatever yeah. we're going to squeeze in I remember between these down the road there was a lot of like three mm -hmm. you know what I mean like a, a three-part kind of especially with like Justin and Juliet right. or Alex and Mason like when that stuff when the werewolf and vampire stuff came oh my god I, I can't wait to get to those yes episodes. it's gonna be fun um because of the WIPS or whips in this episode if you could send mail anywhere using the portal key what would you send and where would you send it I would send it to my in-laws in Germany because when you send stuff to Germany you have to like if there's yeah. something inside and it's a gift you have to like let them know and you yeah, have to like pay and go to their there. But I would send them something, something wonderful. And I would send it to Eva and Jochan, oh. who are my in-laws. And I say, hello, wie geht's? Sehr gut und dir. Um, they watch the show, by the way, and they oh, love you. And they, you know, we talk very fast in English, but they're watching it and they love it. And they, they're like, who they, are these colorful yeah, English people? they really enjoy the show though. It's they're like, I so love sweet. all of the big gestures yeah. and the, and the so colorful So I'm sending you guys love. Aww. Who would you portal key? So I would make it a lot easier to send postcards because I, I did like this big European um, vacation or solo trip last year. And I would send um, some friends postcards from Europe, wherever I went. And God, it's hard. It's really hard to make sure you have the right postage and the and the right address. And and I sent you a postcard. I know, when and I it was got in lost Germany, in the and mail. I well, it's not so much I got lost. I per, I forgot to put your your My uh, unit your unit number. Yeah, but I'm I so remembered, sad. and I sent you a postcard, and but I, it didn't fucking get to you. I know, but I it, wish I had a portal mail key. But the, hey, just the, the the fact that you and Yulia even remembered that I love postcards because I have like this little like book of all the postcards people send me the fact that you guys even tried means so much well to now me, so i know now i know that thing yeah so you have to i'll, I'll send you another one no, but next had, time we go to germany i had that happen with a friend of mine i put like the wrong because in in europe as you know like the the way that you put certain things because a friend of mine was in brazil at the time so i was trying to send hers to brazil which i should have just not done that it was too many countries yeah that it just never got to her so I had gotten this, like, you know, because each in each city I was trying to send my friends postcards. That's so and yeah, sweet, and though. but yeah, so that's I would I would make postcard sending a lot easier. I'm doing a magic a magic question, a and then we'll get the fan question. question. Did you ever accidentally predict something on the show? If yes, what was it? Like, did you see something happening coming up? Coming up on the show, there were some things that I was like. Is this where this is going? I don't know if I predicted it, but I think I kind of like caught on that they were starting to like go certain directions with things. Wait, do you remember what something specifically? Um, I think it was. I think it was stuff with. I mean, the stuff with Mason was pretty clear that that was going to happen early on. Um, the stuff with Juliet, I felt like was similar, um, but I, I think some stuff with Mason were like. They were going to break up and maybe not end up together. I was like, is this where this is going to go? Are we going to yeah. have this like horrible, like really like bummer of a breakup? And 
some of the writers were like, yeah, that's where it's going to go. Well, the so. whole big thing for me was the the Wizards, the finale. Like, yeah. who was going to get the Oh, did you thing? guess that? I did, and I I'm I guessed not uh, happy about what happened. Because yeah. I wanted Selena to win and then give her powers to Justin. Yeah. That's what I wanted. Like, like I won and mm -hmm. I gave my powers to Kelbo. Well, and know? we talked to Peter and that's what he ultimately wanted Would have to done. Happen. Okay, so we have a fan question, yes. a video. Here we go. Hello, Jennifer and David. Uh, I am Francesca. I have been a huge Wizards fan since it came out. I, it has always been my favorite Disney show. I started watching it when I was a little girl and I'm 21 now. Uh, and it's still my favorite. It will always be my favorite. Um, love, love listening to the podcast. You guys have such incredible chemistry when you guys talk about the episodes and stories. It's incredible. So my question is, because um, now you guys are getting into the episodes with WizTech, how was it on that set? Because from us watching the episodes, it looked like such a cool set every time. Uh, there was, you know, a WizTech episode. So how was it? Francesca, that is an awesome question. And Excellent also, question. I love the nail polish. It's and really thank you for enjoying the yeah, podcast. We're was... loving doing it. And we love that you are, I don't know, you said you're 21 <laughs> and you've been watching it your whole life. I just feel so like, old with that, no. right? Well, you have a lot of life left to live. Yeah, but no, thank but you we, so much for watching. We and appreciate that. Such such kind words. But um, so the sets actually were really elaborate for us as well. I didn't get to shoot in them, but I was always on set banking school hours. So I was around the sets. And I remember one of the, my favorite things about being an actor is getting to play pretend. And when you have sets that are as elaborate as WizTech was, because normally we had our, you know, sets, our standard sets, which were the loft and the substation and, and the lair and those were fantastical, but but more casual. And then WizTech was larger than life. It was a big, it was a big set. And so I did, that's when yeah. you start to feel like you're in the movie magic yeah. aspect. And I did get to shoot on it, not a lot, because it wasn't, you know, the family wasn't so much there at at, at uh, uh, WizTech, but we did go there. But when there. you came to pick the kids up. Well, well, and when we watched the 12-ball uh, yeah. tournament, mm -hmm. uh, I got to be on set, which was fun. And I'll just, I, I enjoyed the set. I thought it was great. One of my favorite moments, which we'll talk in WizTech Part 2, there was a line that I came up with, which was so fun. Oh, I can't wait to hear what it is. Yeah, well, we really appreciate your question, and thank you for being a fan and sending that in. We really appreciate everybody that sent in their submissions. And we have another one. Yes. Yes, we have another we question. We have one more. Here we go. Hi, Wizards of Waverly Pod. We are Becca and Hunter from the Time Machine Podcast, where we talk about all things Disney Channel. And we were just wondering for the wizard school episodes, how did you guys get around all of the references to Harry Potter since that is a Warner Brothers property? And follow-up question, are you guys Harry Potter fans? Becca, Becca Hunter, thank you very much for that question, which now I have forgotten. Stand by. No, how did you get around Harry Potter references and are you a Harry Potter okay. fan? Becca and Hunter, thank you very much for both of those questions. Our fellow podcasters. Yes, congratulations on having a podcast. And I am a huge fan of, of Harry Potter. Um, when my oldest daughter was young and the book first came out, uh, again, I'm dyslexic, so I love that I'm talking to you over there, but it was a video. Um, 
I had uh, uh, Riley read me the book. She would read it to me as opposed to me reading it to her. Aww. And I loved it. And yeah. and once the movies were made, I think the, my kids were like, uh, we're, we're good, Dad. But I forced them. I was like, we're going to see yeah. the movies. We're going to yeah, see yeah. it. Um, and, and I think that, you know, with, with Harry Potter being a Warner Brothers uh, property, uh, which is, it's now, I guess, owned by Universal because they have a ride there, the Harry Potter land, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I think what the show decided to do was poke fun at it yeah. and poke fun at the fact that, you know, we were wizards, they're wizards and that kind of stuff. So I, it wasn't so much that we were saying Harry Potter, but we got away with everybody wearing Harry Potter glasses well, and, I think, and, and making reference. I think it, we had know. two options. We could either ignore it entirely or we could look it down the barrel and just face it head on and, right. and do like what our show did often, which was we poked made a, fun. we poked a fun. We yeah. made a far, we made a farce out of it. We made it satirical. And I think that was the right move because rather than just ignore it and pretend like it didn't exist, it, I mean, it was a blaring reality yeah. that we were Harry, like akin to Harry Potter. And I think as, as, as fans found the show, they saw it was its own thing. Um, but yeah, no, we definitely poked fun at it, especially at WizTech. Yeah. And as far as me being a Harry Potter fan, I read the first three books and I have a picture of me somewhere that made it in the newspaper in Texas of me dressed up as Hermione. Oh, really? Yeah. At, at the release of the fourth book. But I, I don't know if I just got older and I lost interest, but after the third book, I kind of fell off on the hair. I enjoy it. I, yeah. So I'm just not like a diehard. I love, I just love that world, you know? It's, it's a fun the, world. the magic. <laughs> but the 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 detail of that world, you know, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. really was such imagination. Yeah. And I love, I love the all of the character actors in the movies. Yeah, and, like and unbelievable. We got to grow up with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. we we got to be a part of that. But know? I think I think the same way that fans feel that way with wizards on a grander scale, feel that way with Harry Potter because they got to grow up with those characters. Yeah. I have a lot more Harry Potter stuff that I'd like to talk to you about, but let's hold on to that. <laughs> so yeah, we'll have, we'll have an extra little Harry Potter, uh, business uh, on our Patreon. Yes. But uh, thank you guys for tuning in. And if you want to catch us on Patreon, we'll continue to geek out about Harry Potter on and there. soon to come, we will talk about WizTech Part 2. Stay tuned. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for watching this episode of Wizards of Waverly Pod. If you want to watch clips from this episode, go to the Podco YouTube channel. The link is in the description. And if you can't get enough Wizards, heaven knows we can't, you can join our Patreon for exclusive weekly bonus content. There's a link in the description for that too. It's magical. I'll see you next week.